Everybody, coming up this week on Geek Gamer Weekly, the crew is all together to talk about the Electronic Entertainment Expo, E3 2014, that happened over the past week in Los Angeles, California. We talked about the big three and what we thought were some of the greatest games uh, that come out of that conference. So all that and more, coming up. Geek Gamer Weekly is brought to you by our very own Roku app for Geek Gamer TV. You can go back and watch the back catalog of Geek Gamer Weekly, Minecraft Me, our specials from PAX Prime, E3, and soon-to-be CES 2014. To grab that app today, go to ggtv.me slash Roku. This is Geek Gamer Weekly, episode 260, recorded on Sunday, Father's Day, June 15th, 2014. The E3 2014 Wrap-Up Show. Hey everybody, welcome again to another edition of Geek Gamer Weekly. This is the Uber Podcast for geeks and gamers. Happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there. And if you have the ability to, make sure you say hi to your dad or the guy who... Who raised you or the mom who raised you? You know, sometimes I've, I've seen it happen where you have the ability to say happy Father's Day to your mom. I've had that happen too. Welcome to the show, everybody. It is Sunday, June 15th, episode number 260 of an ongoing continuing saga. And this week we are going to cover as much as we can in the E3 2014 world because we didn't get to go. You've already heard my rant about that. I'm not getting into that again. My name is Chase Nunes, and joining me is my great group of friends uh, who love gaming and technology. First, in the studio, Mr. John Kessler. Hey, John, how is it going over there? Just ducky. Where's your laptop, John? It's it's on it's life a, support. No Weezer today? John no hasn't Weezer. had a Weezer in three weeks. Nope. <sighs> Yeah. Wow. Yep. Also with uh, with John is uh, another good buddy with a name that starts with the letter of J. Mr. John. No, Joseph. See, I, I screwed it up. I already screwed that up. Joseph Falby. Hey, Joe. Hey. My, co- my co-host in Minecraft Me and a good friend of mine in the technology and gaming worlds and uh, things like that. And yeah. Apple shareholder. Very happy. Uh, didn't, didn't the split happen last week, by the way, Joe? Yeah, it, it, it did happen. So so you're now doubly happy, right? Is it was it just six a, times happy. Oh six wow. Wow, is a six times split? Yeah. So wow. uh five hundred and eighty eight shares now, I think. Yeah, five hundred and eighty eight shares. Uh you know, I, I always tease everybody on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I always say, Hey, you know, it'd be great if Google came and buy us. But, but uh, Joe, if you just want to go ahead and buy the show, I mean it's totally cool with me. I can come down to a fair price, just under maybe a couple million. We can make that happen, right? Well, those those shares are are are. I mean, it's not like they're still worth six hundred bucks a share. Oh, that's oh yeah. I, I'm that sorry, would be I'm fantastic, not... but they <laughs> did they did go down in value. Uh, you know, when it split, they they right. dropped to you know something little little uh little under there. It looks like it's hovering at a little under a hundred bucks right now. So. Also joining us this week is our fantastic chat room, who is joining us live 
at live.geekgamer.tv. And it's also thanks to uh, our good friend Jay Huckabee, who's set up our, our Twitch Relay bot. So they go back and forth. Back and forth. The only problem is if you're on Twitch, you're about 20 to 30 seconds behind. Uh, yeah. And then, and then finally, our quad shot. And this week, joining us in square number four is one of the guys that we always say his name at near the end of every show. We say... Not- not always. Well, mostly. Like, you know, like if someone went and tallied all, Frequently. The, all the times we've said it. And by the way, if anybody's not watching the video version this week, you really should. We got a lot of video-centric stuff this week. Bob Saget is uh, is there in the in the corner mm-hmm. box. Yep. Take Bob Saget to block. <laughs> if we're playing, if we're playing, you know, Hollywood Squares. Right. Anybody remember that show? Hollywood Squares? Yes. Yeah, it was back in the 40s. That was... Was it back? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? That's right. <laughs> Brought to you by, uh, was it, uh, Pro Razzo? Who, who resurrected it? There was some celebrity that resurrected it in the, in the early 2000s. It was was Whoopi, it Whoopi? Yeah. Whoopi I, Goldberg who yeah, resurrected it? I think it, it was, yeah. Till she till she, des- she decided to go and do the view. the view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why do we know this? <laughs> I, I don't even know. All right, well, let's talk about what we're playing this week. Uh, you know what? Uh, we're go- let's go in reverse order. Let's... Uh, Let's go and start with Joe. Uh, so, what have you been? Uh, now, obviously, last weekend we were at a LAN party, so yes. we played a lot of games. But uh, yeah, what were some of your? I guess. Well, your- actually, uh, actually, I should mention that the game, the game that we played at the LAN party that I, I completely forgot about, but was probably one of oh, my favorites. Yes. Tons of fun oh, at the very yes. end was uh, it was called Gang Beasts. Gang and, Beasts. Uh, it's a really cool game. It's four players right now, and basically, you all play these little little. Squishies. I don't know what to call them. Little squishy guys. Yeah, Doughboys. They, they, Doughman. Yeah. Anyway, they, you, you, each one plays one. Everybody has a, a game controller of some kind, whether it's an Xbox, Xbox controller or whatever. Uh, and your goal is to beat up the other guys and then throw them into fire All or right. a grinder so, or into the ocean so I or off the... I'm looking at yeah. this. How hard yeah. is the controls? Is because I mean this is a tutorial. Obviously, the controls are really not that bad. The, okay. the worst part about it is the punch is the left and right bumper for left and and left and right fist. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and and you can see there's other controls. There's grab. Uh, you can grab with both both uh, both hands, and uh, you can pick somebody up over your head and. And the worst part, like I said, is the fact that the bumpers are the are the punch buttons, which means you end up like working because you're you're doing this the whole time, trying to you know yeah you're trying punch to each other punch and it, each other yeah and it it ends up you know getting getting your your fingers at least for me my my fingers got kind of sore after a while so what's this? Uh, but it's a it's a really really fun game it's a game you have to play with other people yeah and uh, on a projector. <laughs> it really helps if it's on a projector. We started out on one of my monitors and we played it for that way for a while and then we moved to the projector and it is tons of fun. We're going to do um it's going to be part of a bigger competition. Yeah, so here here you go. You got to beat the other guys up and pick them up and throw them into the grinder. Uh but the cool thing about the game is it's totally free uh right now. It, yeah. It's a uh, it's a free to download free to play. You won't let them go. Um, yeah. <laughs> But they're working. Uh, it's a Steam Greenlight title, and uh, they're working on um, they're working on an upgrade. Rumor is going around that they're going to have a the, the first Steam version of it available uh, sometime in July. Okay, hopefully late June, early July. Uh, and um, it, there apparently was a leaked version a while back that supported up to like ten players. So if you can imagine this, wow, with, with not just three here, but with you know eight or ten people roaming oh, around, there it all goes. beating oh. each other up. Oh yeah, 
yeah. my thought is uh, they really need to add a some kind of you know particle physics so that when a yeah. guy goes down it it squishes everything into his head and then his head pops I think would be would so. This be is so. This is gang beasts, and this is uh, so you, gang beasts, gang yeah. beasts, and we'll have a link to this in the show notes. But that looks pretty freaking cool. Oh, uh, it is tons of fun, yeah. especially well, especially if you if you're in a big, huge group right. of a setting, right? I mean, that's right. If you're in a group with a bunch of other people, yeah. it's a fantastic spectator game, and it's a lot of fun to play. And yeah, it's a it's a it's a really really entertaining and really fun game. So I, you know, I played uh, I played a lot of uh, a lot of games over the over the past week. Um, obviously, at the land party, and one game I decided to pull out of retirement, Joe, and and play because I wait. Aren't you a lifetime member to this game that I'm going to mention? Aren't you? Well, I, it's I, a free to play game now. Too. It is, but if you are a lifetime member, you do get a lot of perks. So you yes. know, so yeah. you know, the game that I'm talking to you guys about is Star Trek Online. This is not me playing, by the way. Uh, but uh, this is a game that has changed dramatically since launch. I mean, just overwhelmingly, they've they've added a lot more involved in the story mode, and they have more cutscenes, and uh, they changed a lot of the gameplay mechanics. And I, I did play a lot uh, over the over the weekend, just uh, the past, not this past weekend, but at the LAN party, and uh, it was fun. It was fun getting back into it and uh, being in my little. Uh, my little ship, the the USS Snohomish, my uh, Defiant class ship, and it was a lot of fun uh, playing it again. Uh, John, uh, you you never got into this because no. you 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 got into Eve, and then we lost you forever. Yeah, uh, I played the real. I really <laughs> internet spaceships game. But Joe, I I think you really uh, should possibly think about coming back and uh, getting involved in this yeah, game, man, huh, Joe? Um, I mean, maybe. Yeah, I, I guess I I could give it another go. Uh, it's been a while, and I'm trying to play uh, Star Wars: Old Republic a little bit with uh, Cameron Man and and yeah. his girlfriend. So I've been having a good time with that too. But yeah, maybe I'll have to see if I can scrape up some hard drive space and get that installed. Yeah, no. Uh, now the thing that you may have to go through that I had to go through is they they switched over our, our new company ended up buying Star Trek Online, and and so you have to transition your account from this one system to another and it requires an email and it's just it took a little time for it to happen uh but once it's all done and you're able to transition over it's it's a lot of fun and uh you know i i enjoyed playing it um i also played some battlefield 4 in a game that i will mention a little bit later on in the show uh john yes now we have to ask you what you were playing over the past week now go ahead and tell everybody what you're playing nothing what? I, I I I've been reading all week. Oh, you're still reading now. I see. Yes. No, actually, I'm text or typing on. You're the, texting. No, no, see, texting. I knew it. No, no, no. See, look, I'm on the chat room. I'm like, um, oops, and I was doing this wrong. You all right over there, John? Yeah, I was spilling the title wrong. No, I've I've got my nose in a bunch of the uh, the Feist series stuff. Oh, okay. I'm so- reading uh. Dragon Wars right now, I think. So, so you're playing like old analog kind of games where you you read and yeah, you have form read. the game in the in your mind. Yep. Is it kind of like choose your own adventure where it tells you if you think he should do this, turn to page eighty five. If you think he didn't do this, turn to page ninety seven. No. 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 Hmm. Do you ever read those books? Very oh, yeah. few. I used to read them all the time, and then you would like mm-hmm. you you wouldn't like the results, That's... so you'd go back, and then you're like, I'm going to go the other way. 
I think I think yeah. we've even talked about this before. There was a uh, there was one that had a a perfect ending that you could not actually get to unless you cheated. Oh, you, you didn't? Yeah, there no. was a, a choose your own adventure. Uh, I forget which one it was, but yeah, there was a choose your own adventure book with uh, a perfect uh, some kind of perfect ending, and uh, I can't remember what it was. Um, so it was set up as a no win. It basically, yeah, you had to you had to go to the right page in order to, to find the perfect ending. Um, I forget which number it was though, but yeah, it was uh, it was it, it it got really big news recently. It, it hit all over the place. Oh, actually, no, I'm I'm in, I'm currently reading book three in the Serpent War Saga of the Feist stuff. Okay, all right. Well, hey, I'm rereading you know. I'm rereading uh, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide series. I, I'm oh, cool. reading. I'm reading the uh, yeah. Seattle hardware catalog that I picked up at Goodwill yesterday. Yep. I got to talk about that uh, out of the show. It really doesn't apply to the show, but I, you know, my wife and I we went to Goodwill, and that find is incredible. It's a book from uh, a catalog, an old catalog from 1904. Oh yeah, one of those. Yeah, they're all over the place. Well, not this particular edition, actually. I I did. I, I don't want to talk about it on there. It's pretty. Okay. It's a. It's a. Big, it's a big deal. Speaking of big deals, or some people still think it's a big deal, E3, the Electronic Entertainment Expo 2014, just wrapped up last week in Los Angeles, California, at the LA Convention Center. We were not there. We were uh, not invited. Uh, they said, no, you guys are just too big. And, you know, we want to cater to the small independent. Wait, do I have that right, Joe? They wanted to cater to the small independent outlet and they didn't want big names there is did i get that right uh i i I have no idea what they're thinking is uh i i think it's more likely the other way around oh Uh, they they believe that mass media is the best media ah uh and um and that small media right that actually contains useful content that they can't buy right is not as as good for them or their uh yeah their exhibitors yeah yeah i didn't get that memo yeah, well, well, clearly, uh, clearly, we're just not accepting the right kind of bribes. Uh, so, send your bribes. And, and I don't think too. we're above. I don't think we're above <laughs> accepting bribes, are we? Uh, yeah, so, no, any no. any game developers or publishers out there, if you want to send us some free money for high ratings on your games, we will get all kinds of interested in them and talk about them for yep. an entire episode. Be yep. no problem. Yeah, send your bribes no to chase at geekgamer.tv. That is the PayPal address. It works. Mm-hmm. Uh, chase at uh, geekgamer.tv. Bribes. Send them in today. So let's make sure they send enough to spread it around, though, because yeah. I will straight up derail any conversation about a game. I, I don't get uh, a, yeah. a good, a good um, representative. What he sampling? Said. Of. What he said? What he said? Hey, Joe, we just we just got a letter here. Uh, just, oh, just, just, uh-huh. just, hold on, yeah. hold on. Yeah. Let, me, let me open this up real quick. Hold on. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah we'll just no. got a letter. Yeah. Just, yeah. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Let me, let me read it here. Well, wow, a lot of numbers uh-huh. here. All right, let me read this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. To Geek Gamer TV, uh, Chase, Joe, and John. No. Uh, no, hold on. <laughs> Go to hell. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wait, who's that from? Uh, Sign the E3 organization. Oh. Oh, there you go. All right, guys, let's talk about... Feeling is mutual. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about uh, Microsoft. They were up first. They had their big uh, meeting mon- uh, last Monday morning at 9 a.m., and, uh, you know, they had this huge, huge presentation. One of the things uh, that Mr. Phil, I believe it's Phil Spencer, if I get his name right, 
he uh, he came out on stage and he basically assured everybody that this would not be a repeat from last year, that this presentation was going to be all about games. It was going to be games, 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 which is good uh, because last year it was all about entertainment and ESPN, and sports and TV and movies and really pissed off, including me, a lot of people out there who were looking forward to this next generation of video game systems, the Xbox One and the PS4, and all they thought of, all they were thinking about was other things. Now Microsoft is trying to uh, recover from that. So let's talk about some of the games. Now, first first game on the docket uh, that I, I want to talk to you guys about is Forza Horizon number two. Forza Horizon two, as you see here. Now this this particular game is based, of course, on the Forza franchise. But the difference here, of course, is that this game is one of those open-world style of games where you can basically go and do anything that you want to do. Drive around. Go this isn't... Dri- drive around and, and do all that fun. Just let me turn down the music before we get hinged with copyright infringement or something like that. Uh, but yeah, this they, they are very quick to show you that all this footage is in-game footage. This is all... From the game. Now, John, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're a big driving guy. I mean, hell, you used to race cars back in the day. Back um, when I was young. When you see a game like this and you see the water glistening off the tires and the uh, the Mercedes uh, gull wings opening up there. Those aren't. That, that, that was that. not a Mercedes. That, that was a. Uh, that was it? That, no. That, that last car that went Yeah, by? the one no, on the left, the red uh, one. The red oh, no, there was, was only one Mercedes. Yeah. There was a Merc there. there, there was, was a Merc okay, there, there was well, one. That, the one that opened the gullwing doors, that was a, a Zonda. Uh, I'm rewinding yeah. it back. Hold okay. on. There, there, was, there was more than one car with gullwings. Yeah, right there. Right what there. What do you call okay. that? Right? That was a Mercedes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let it keep going. I know, but that's what I was referring to. Okay, but look right here. I know that's a Zonda. Yeah, I know that. I'm just saying. But the way you, you said it made it sound like you were referring to that they were all Mercedes. Yeah, no, you <laughs> said it when the the Zonda was opening its doors. Yes. It, they're all they're all Mercedes, Mercedes. games. I don't yeah. know. They're all they're all expensive cars that realistically we'll never uh, afford. Very, never very few number of people can have. And um, uh, okay, so it's Forza Open World Two. Yeah, basically, well, okay. and also on on the on the uh, next gen console. Essentially, are, are are we gonna? Is that what we call? No, it? no, is no. It no. There's no. Or? There's no. At this point, there's no next gen console. At this point, there's current gen and last gen. So we're calling yeah. this current gen. The yeah. next gen console is uh, a, a Windows gaming PC. Yeah, that's your <laughs> next gen console. Fair, fair enough. Okay. Uh, w- uh, what's the last uh, you know racing game you've played, Joe? Like you know uh, me? Yeah. Oh jeez. Uh, September 30th, by the way, that's coming out on the uh, Xbox One. Man, that's a tough one. I don't know. The last like serious racing game or just racing game period. Racing game period is going to be Mario Kart. <laughs> serious racing game, probably whatever the last Gran Turismo was. I don't remember it. You know, uh, by the way, the the other the other thing too about that game is it's also coming out on the Xbox 360, and I, I still think and I and I and I I was on last week. I was on with Chris Fisher. Uh, he's got a daily tech show called Tech Talk Today. We covered E3 all week. And I and I just think it's a mistake, not just for Sony and not just for uh, for Xbox or Microsoft, but the whole premise where we're going to come out with a game that's going to be exclusive to our console, but it's also going to come out on the previous gen. It's like, are they not too concerned with trying to push sales of their current gen consoles of the of the new thing? 
It just it's it feels mm. so weird. I mean, I, I don't know about you, John, but back in the day, you know, when you're going say from Nintendo to Super Nintendo, there wasn't really much overlap of games, or they didn't have games. They don't have games where they uh, they would come out on both. You you never saw Super Mario World come out on Nintendo, did you? It was a game to push the the, the next system. And yeah, but this this is the first the this this current gen, right? The the PS4 and the Xbox One from Sony and Microsoft. They are the first of those two developers' consoles that are using discs that are not backwards compatible. That's right? true, right? Yeah. The PS3 could play PS2 games, and the Xbox 360 could play some Xbox games. And these can't do it either of those. So I, I'm. Do you think so, we just got spoiled by by backwards compatibility? I mean, when we were growing up, it was there was no such thing as backwards compatibility. It wasn't, but the cartridges were so physically different that there was no way that you would believe that you would have backwards compatibility. True. True, right. but I mean, you couldn't fit the old cartridges right. into the new yeah. new player. Yeah, now it's just a disc, so yeah, it can go in whatever you want. I'm surprised there's not more people who buy PS4 versions of games and wonder why they can't play them in their Xbox One. Oh, fair enough. The now that Forza Remember, game, we're, we're talking we're talking lowest common denominator console players. Just what all um, platforms was that coming on? It's only coming on 360 and Xbox One. Okay, it really, honestly, it's in a, my opinion, Forza is a Microsoft. Forza yeah, started true. as Microsoft's answer to Gran Turismo, right? Yeah. That's really what it started as. Actually, yeah. before that, it was Project Gotham Racing. Uh, kind of. No, the Project Gotham Racing was, was arcadey racing. Way Forza is more real uh, racing. That's more Because yeah. Gran Turismo has yeah. always been like the true driving simulator is you know, one of their taglines. So Forza really came in to compete against that. Um, Project Gotham was more like Microsoft's version of, um, oh, what is that other racing? The arcade ranch, racing franchise has been around forever. Um, uh, they just did a couple open know, world versions of it. I know. Uh, that one. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Need yeah. for speed. <laughs> Need for speed? Need for speed. Yes. There it is. Thank you, John. John, yeah. John, John comes in. contributes one game to the conversation. <laughs> wow. That's fantastic. Wow. There you go. Nice job, John. <laughs> Very good. So so here, here is a game that, that is... Uh, now, Joe, uh, we know we had a conversation in, 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 the, in the pre-show... That uh, you know, we were seeing a lot of games based upon sequels, and fair enough. You know, uh, unfortunately, there's not a lot of good ideas, I guess, anymore out there in the world. Unfortunately, uh, so here, so here is a game uh, that is going to be coming out for the Xbox One. It is original. It is something called Sunset Overdrive, and uh, I have a friend of mine who's actually been working on this title, and uh, that that's not him, by the way. Oh. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, it looks. Really cool, really freaking fun. I'm just jumping around here to show you guys some of the gameplay mechanic and action. Obviously, it's one of those. Uh, I don't know how you a third person view, third person view, yeah. and you're yeah. you're you're basically killing monsters and aliens that have invaded into uh, Los Angeles area and stuff. And uh, it seems like a, a great original title, a lot of fun. You know, they're not basing it upon anything else. This is all done entirely in house, um, and this looks really cool. Looks a lot of fun, and obviously multiplayer is going to be involved with that. I'm not 100% sure if this is also going to be on the 360 as well. Granted, the way Microsoft's been doing these kind of things, I wouldn't be surprised. But it would also be nice to hear if it is just just dedicated for the Xbox One, a nice con- game developed for that for that system. But yeah, it looks like... That, uh, Radar Gaming mentions in the, in the chat room that it reminds me of TF2. I was thinking the same thing. It looks... 
sort of stylistically a little I bit like PF2. And I also thought him, it looked but... gameplay wise, I thought it looked a lot like Saints Row, actually. Ooh, yeah. Another another solid, solid title. Um but yeah, looks great. Uh can't wait to actually, you know, play play it through and play some demos on it and stuff. Uh they this is the first big showing at E three this year for this game and uh it's it's a big big internal title and it's one of those things where they're they're hoping that this particular game helps push the system a little bit more. Now, here's a game that according to Joe, Microsoft just refuses to let go. <laughs> they're, they're like I think we can get a little more out of this. We can get a little bit get... more. <laughs> what what game is oh, it? What game is it, oh. Joe? Uh, I believe the official title is yet another Halo game. Um, <laughs> uh, no, no I, you know what? And people are going to be going to give me crap because later on in the show we're going to talk about Wii uh, Nintendo stuff, and I'm yeah, going to say, yeah. yeah, it's great that we're going to have another Zelda game and we're going to have another uh, another Mario game and we have another Mario Kart game. And they're like, well, Mario's, you know, Mario's, Nintendo's been doing the same thing Microsoft's doing for 20, 30 years now. Um, ooh, the, and that ooh, is true to some degree, MPS. but. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, but Microsoft with Halo, it's not really. It's like every version just is rehashing the the previous game. There's there. I haven't. Has there been any real innovation or, or change in in game type or anything like that in the Halo years, in the Halo games over the years? Well, I, it's, I, it's, I mean, I've I only literally played Halo one and two, and they were basically the same game. Just in slightly different. It's worlds. it's it's really it's really really tough to to do that sort of thing, Joe. Because when you have like entire communities based around a game like that, even yeah. competitiveness. I mean, we've seen it with Counter Strike, you know, on PC, where yeah. you if you change the gameplay or change the way it functions or maneuvers, right, and, or and, anything, and if you, you have. Com- yeah. Well, and you need to decide then when you're developing a game, do you want to build it for the competitive players who are going to be really vocal right? or the average players who just want to play a game for fun and may not be as vocal about it? And and if you design the games for competitive players, you're going to end up just pissing off both. Yeah. Because the competitive players are going to say, well, it's almost the same, but you changed the hitbox on that guy's left hand and now it's not the same and I don't like it. <laughs> and, and that's exactly what happened to, to Counter-Strike over the years. There are still people to this day who will only play Counter-Strike 1-6 because they they figured that Counter-Strike, uh, uh, not, not, not even Global Offensive, Counter-Strike Source broke everything and now the game isn't the same and it's terrible. And the same thing happened with, with Source to, to Global Offensive is, is they change stuff. So now automatically right. it is worse and therefore we cannot play it. Uh, on the other Change hand, the average back. gamer, me, me playing Counter Strike, I, I think, uh, I think Global Offensive actually was a really entertaining game. I had a good time with it. Um, I didn't play it online because I didn't want to deal with all of the people who were also, you know, that way. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 it's, it's like for the same reason people, yeah. a lot of people don't play COD online. I don't want to deal. I don't. I can only have so many people tell me that they slept with my mom last night. Uh, before it Stop just gets using aggravated. the noob tube. Yeah. You're using the right. noob it's, tube so it, much. It's just, it's just stupid. Um, so you know, but Halo, there has there been any seriously? It's like, it's it's just yet another FPS for Microsoft, isn't it? I mean, it's it's well, like, yeah, but it, you know, it's like it's Microsoft's own FPS. You know, you right. know, they 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 grabbed up Bungie. They said we're we're putting this mm-hmm. out on the original Xbox. Well, well, they grabbed up Bungie and developed it. You know, stole the idea. Well, they they bought Bungie so that they could limit it to their console because the original Halo was going to be released on everything: PC. Windows, PC, yep, PlayStation, right. Xbox, everything. Yep. 
uh, and Mac. Uh, and then they said, no, it's going to be an Xbox-only console title. And, I'm a boo. and they did that for a number of years. And then, what, two years ago, they spun off, spun off Halo or spun off Bungie because Bungie basically said, we're done with Halo. It's, at this point, it's done. Well, if you can't get enough Halo, Halo 1, yeah. 2, 3, and 4 will be available in an anniversary pack. And also, if you purchase that pack, you can get into the Halo 5 beta as well. So if you if you are, and we know a lot of you out there are Halo fans, uh, that is where you'll get your outlet right now. Now, one of the things that we've also heard, and this was even pre-E3, was that Microsoft was going to drop the Connect and make it an option, not a requirement, and drop the price from $499 down to $399. Now, everybody knows, most people know, that the Connect does take some processes from the Xbox One uh, for the operating system and graphics and things like that. And, and now Microsoft has confirmed to uh, developers will be able to take advantage of Connectless Xboxes, or they can take out certain pieces of code, if you will, in their new SDK, in the June SDK. So basically, if you say you developed a game for 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 the console, you had to you had to include the Connect somehow, some way, and you couldn't take in advantage of that ten percent head end uh, that was still basically on the console itself. So now developers have the option to tap into that, and it won't even require you, you guys, to unplug your Connect. So here's what I wonder, Joe. We all know, and John, mm-hmm. don't forget about you, and no. chat room, don't forget about you guys, and the people watching the and listening room. at home. And I'm, Bob Saget. I'm wondering. And everybody in North America. And everybody in North America. America. And, and, and all you guys in South America watching World Cup right now. Yep, yep. And uh, everybody over there in Asia yep. also watching World yep. Cup. Yeah. Basically, I'm everybody watching. except the United States, everybody watching World Cup uh, everywhere. Except, I have a few friends. Don't forget watching. about you guys down just, in Lesotho. All right, so here's we all know that a lot of these developers and game makers like to push out patches at whim. I mean, we, we see it all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. What I would like to know is, are we going to see any developers, especially the ones that you know, in the whole resolution gate, where you know, well, well, I'm not getting 1080p 60 on the Xbox One, but I can get on the PS4. Those kind of arguments. Are we going to see patches being pushed for older? Xbox One titles that take that take that Connect stuff out and give them ten more percent. Do you think it's that significant to to do, or they're just going to do it from this point forward? What do you think, Joe? Don't, don't honestly, honestly, do you really want to ask me what I, I think about I'm that? Just, I, I know. Well, what do you think if you were a developer and you made a game that mm-hmm. was you know one of the first launch titles for the Xbox One? Would you go back and push a patch if you could, you know, exhaust the resources? To... Would depend on how many I sold. Really? If I sold enough that I didn't if I sold enough that I thought the majority of Xbox One owners already had the game, I wouldn't care. Yeah, that's true. It's not worth the money for or not worth the money and time involved in that to to, to, yeah. to bother dealing with that. Yeah, it's just not worth it. If you yeah. sold it to to even fifty percent of the Xbox ones that are out there, who cares? That's true. As an as an end user, uh, if I was an Xbox One owner, I would really want them to. Yeah. But since I'm not, I don't care. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough, John. Yeah, I would say I. It, would, it seems like it would be, you know, they were already spent the the time and resources to you know to, to make the game the way it was, with that feature in there. Um, it seems or, or lack of or 
Well, yeah, to now. Well, that's the thing too. It. There, there are some games that that were made that didn't really use the Kinect at all, but yeah, they had to. They, they couldn't tap into that ten percent power that was available to them. Now they will be able to, starting with the June SDK. So, all right. So I, I don't think a lot of them are going to go back and patch for it. I, no, I don't no. think it, they're, they're going to decide it's not cost effective. Yeah. Going forward, it might be worthwhile. You know, but going back, they're they're not going to. They they might. I mean, I I would say I just say might because you know obviously I, they should have the ability to pull data to see how many people are using Connect in, in combination with a, a particular game title, and if they see that it, the the usage is very very low and they want to try to like reboost sales, like say we have a uh, version two point now with ten percent more power. I don't know. Maybe. But probably not. You guys are probably right. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, now, since you guys are probably screaming at the top of your lungs, you're like, you guys, hey, Microsoft announced a lot more than those games and that you guys mentioned. Obviously, this is just a short, small podcast. We cannot, by any means, cover the entire week of Microsoft news and announcements. No. Microsoft was very kind to make for the show a, a montage, if you will, of everything that uh, is, is coming out of E3. And so here's that montage now. Some independent titles in here, by the way, too, which is nice to see. That Sunset Overdrive there. Yeah, was that the new? Um, didn't they announce a new uh, Laura Croft game too? I believe they did. Yeah, there's a UFC title in there. There's the Call of Duty title. Some of these are not, of course, exclusive. That was from Call of Duty. That wasn't. Uh, I thought that was maybe the the video game version of. Um, <laughs> that's that uh, Netflix show that's fantastic. Yeah. Project Spark is a little big planet competition there, obviously. Mm. I'd rather play Gang Beast than that. Oh, yeah, yet another Dead Rising. I forgot about that one. Now, this is FIFA. Rise of Tomb Raider. There's the Tomb Raider game. Here we go. Ori looks beautiful. Oh, wow, a Kinect game. (laughs) Oh, yay. Sorry. Uh, the new Madden game, which is if now you're going to go. Wait, with wait, the, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. They're doing a new Madden game next year? I know, shocker, isn't it? Yeah. Now, is Holy it going to be a Kinect I can't compatible it. so you can quarterback and throw? Quantum Break, only on Xbox One. It's a, uh, Dragon Age uh, has bonus content just for Xbox One, which means it's going to be on everything. Battlefield Hardline. Yeah, it'll have bonus content for all the other consoles, too. Yeah. It'll just be different bonus. Tom Clancy's The Division. How did he approve this game? I have no idea. Fable, Legends here. The Witcher Wild Hunt. Evolve. 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 <laughs> Assassin's Creed Unity, which, oh my god, has no female playable characters. No. And <laughs> the Halo uh, Revisit. Are you sure that looked kind of like uh, one of the old 3D mark benchmarks? It could have been. <laughs> A redo, a redo of Crackdown. So a new Crackdown game actually sounds interesting. The rest of these, not, yeah. not as much. There's Call of Duty. Another new Call of Duty game. Yeah, and there we go. Now they're just going to say that we're awesome, and they're just going to yep, keep going course. with that. Yep. I, oh, the I, best I, multiplayer community. Yeah. The yes. best. Clearly. 
the best. I, I will say this. Uh-huh. If you're playing only on consoles and you don't have yeah. a, a gaming PC uh-huh. rig and you're playing yep. multiplayer, yep. I would uh-huh. always tell someone to go Xbox. Because anytime I've done anything multiplayer on the PlayStation, it's just been awful, awful, awful. Awful. Yeah. Well, isn't is I mean, again, though, the problem with multiplayer on console in general is uh, you're you're going to be called a lot of names. <laughs> And je- and almost everyone on the servers uh, somehow has figured out how to sleep with your mom the night before. I'm yeah. not sure how that works, but uh, she's popular. Fair enough, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, apparently. So let's 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 move on. Let's move on now to Sony. And there were not only some game announcements, uh, exclusive game announcements from PlayStation and Sony, but there were some hardware announcements as well. So no. yeah, I you know I I wasn't expecting some hardware stuff. And we'll talk about it. So first, let's talk about the games. Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, is coming out on the console. Obviously, the Uncharted series has been very, very, very popular. How popular? And they're they're always yeah very popular. They're always quick, by the way, to let us know that all these game shows, these cutscenes, everybody gets pissed off. These cutscenes are actually from the consoles. These are not... These are not They're, sh- as opposed to last year when they were all being done on Windows PCs. <laughs> Fair enough. So, so this is the Uncharted Four E3 trailer. Have you have you played any of the Uncharted games at all, Joe? I know you have a yeah, PS3. Yeah. You haven't played in, in open so, like two years or so. No, I've I've played uh, I played Uncharted One and Two, I think. Okay, I'm not sure. It's a lot to take in, kid. I, I will I will say this that the. Uh, the details of the fly going across the scar there, impressive. That's a wound. That's not a scar. Uh, well, it's going to develop into a scar. Yeah, especially if the <clears throat> fly eats it. Yeah, oh, and then like plants its larvae and stuff. Yeah. But come on, it's a surefire plan. But, but hey, this, this is a cutscene on the console. You, no, no, this is actually from PS4 footage, John. Yes, I know. This, this is real. Where, where's the gameplay? I'm sorry. Sony? 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 Are these, is this actual gameplay? You know that. Uh, I think this is a cutscene from the gameplay. I know it may not have. By the way, Tech Man, I, I know it may not have any outage. I'm just talking about gameplay. I'm just talking about like playing against your friends and and things like that. I've had issues like with so many games. Hey, isn't this a uh, crisis? Is it crisis? Yeah, look at the. the no, the frame rate would be dropping, John. Oh, it feels true. crisis. Let's go do it. One last time. By the way, that's the preview. Yeah, so there, so there you go. There's uh, Uncharted Four, the exclusive. You could tell, you could definitely tell that it was uh, on a console because the frame rate dropped as it and passed all. Uh, <laughs> Looks good though, but then again, Joe, it goes back to your original statement on both consoles on everything that if it has a number at the end of it, it doesn't show any true, <laughs> true uh, evolution of of game development, right? Well, no, I mean, that's that's hard to say, but there is a point where you need to decide that maybe rehashing the same game over and over again is not the best approach. Sure. I, I don't, I mean, yeah, I don't know. But I guess, you know, you, you know what, it doesn't matter. What it comes down to is what, and on this is what both, both Sony and Microsoft and, and Nintendo, for that matter, are all trying to do is sell consoles. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So they Unless don't they care how many. If, if people keep buying the game, they don't care how many. We'll get to Halo Thirty Four, and if people keep buying it, they'll keep making it. They won't care. 
Hopefully by then they'll pick a new name, like you know, Call of Duty did. <laughs> but now a game that I've actually enjoyed immensely, and I and I played a lot of it, Little Big Planet one and two. John, do you know much about Little Big Planet? Just seen clips of it. It's it's a really really fun title. It's like it's it's it's, it's one that of those... little that little squishy plush toy. Thing. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's that, it's it's it's, it's the little squishy plush toy dude. Yeah, yeah. So so you have to you know make it through weird levels and you know and now you get new friends, John. Look at this. Look, you know what I love about these uh, these current gen uh, you know games? You can see the little textures, the little fabric on on the uh, on the is it's so cute, John. Look. Yeah. It's like playing Mario, isn't it? Well, we're going to talk about Nintendo Lair. You're going to jump over crevices. John, it's called a platformer. Okay. Platformer, John. There's a name for that. It's Mario with texture. See, he's dodging balls. John, wait till the Nintendo. uh, We'll talk about Mario with textures. Because there will be Mario with textures. But it looks great. And then obviously you have the ability of uh, seeing what other people have created and you can really customize your characters. I, I cannot wait for this. Really, honestly, I I like this game. I just I do. I love Mario more, but I like this game. Joe, you have any uh, comments about Little Big Planet Three? Uh, no, I think I played Little Big Planet One. These a lot of a while ago, yarn. and okay. I and I, I you know I haven't tried it since. It's I mean, a, it's, it's entertaining, and, and yeah. it's you know it, it's come a long way. It's come a long way, I think, and you know, and adding more options. And that last more screen kind of reminded me of uh, Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers three, though, where it, it ended up all just being a stage show. <laughs> so let so let's talk about the uh, the other announcements that came from PlayStation at the show. Not just games, of course, and you know, uh, there was re- really wasn't any major hardware announcements from the Microsoft camp, but there was on the Sony side. One of them called the PlayStation TV. This is a set top box. That will cost you a hundred dollars, and it was called the Vita TV uh, over in Asia. But they're bringing it over here, and they're calling it PlayStation TV. And what this thing is is a little set-top box that will allow you to stream content, but not only content, but it will sp- let you stream content, say from a PS Vita, a PSP, a PS One, PS Three, uh, which they're now calling uh, the uh, PS Now cloud streaming, which we'll talk about that in a moment, and PS4 over remote play. So basically, think of it this way, John. Let's say I have a PlayStation 4, and you want to play some PlayStation uh, in another room. You will be able to, through this device, play some PlayStation 4 in the other part of the house while I'm taking up the TV. Let's say I'm watching watching something on something else, you know, that sort of thing. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Well, it it doesn't actually say that it'll stream the PS4. Uh, it does. Uh, uh, basically, uh, if you if you look in the first paragraph there, it's going to be PS4 over remote play. So you basically you'll be doing remote playing of your PS4. So there's going to be some latency. Well, I don't know if it's going to be internal network only, or you'll be able to play your PS4 from anywhere. I'm so not it sure sounds it sounds like it's their on live answer, which remember on live is the platform that. Yep, that's the really that's, that's the PlayStation that's now. That's the PS, PS Vita, PSP, PS One, and PS Three. Right, and PS Four over remote play. Right, so you'll be able to rent games through their PlayStation Now service, which will go into open beta uh, later on in the month. But basically, you'll be able to go and and rent titles, say from PlayStation Two Days. Let's say you really liked a, a game of Crash Bandicoot or something like that. 
you would be able to stream that through the console and also through that PlayStation TV box as well. Um, the thing is, I don't know if I would ever pay $20 for a game rental. I mean, that's just that just feels extreme to me. Um, it'd be nice if maybe they did a, a flat rate where, let's say, you pay 15 bucks a month and you get, like, the entire library. I think that would be an incredible value. Well, I wonder. I wonder if they're if they're saying game rentals instead of game sales because they don't want people to associate the idea of a digital sale as being a permanent thing. Oh nope, that's a whole. Yeah, I mean, a lot of companies are doing because that, that would. Yeah, then that would make sense. They're saying that, that you're renting the game for yeah. four bucks and you can play it as much as you want forever uh, until we shut the service down. Oh gosh, or yeah, you can rent it, Joe, for uh, three days yeah. for five bucks. <laughs> yeah exactly no no i'm good what that so. that's an interesting thought joe i never thought of it that yeah it's a rental you'll have it in yeah. your library for right. for an indefinite period of time until we sh- shut down the service right do you think anybody would actually pull the trigger on something like that though yes you really would you oh yeah well like i said they're marketing to lowest common denominator console players i'm not i'm not saying all console players are like this i'm saying the, right. the ones who are not very well informed the ones who just want something they can plug in and go that's who a lot of this stuff is being marketed towards and for uh hardcore gamers people who are sort of on that fence between console and pc they're going to look at a lot of this stuff and just scoff they're going to say, why would I bother doing that? I'm going to wait till the end of June and buy all of these titles on Steam sale or set up an emulator on my high-end PC or whatever. This is for, like, I mean, most of this stuff is for the, the guys who just want to be able to plug something in and not have to think about it or do any work. And they're willing to, they're willing to pay a premium even though they think they're not. I also forgot to mention that the PlayStation TV, by the way, will be also be sold in a package. So you can get a DualShock controller the PlayStation TV, an 8-gig SD card, and Lego Movie video game for a package of $139. So, this is... Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm with you, Joe. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure this is a, an on-live kind of a thing with just obviously Sony titles. The, 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 the one thing, though, is have they solved... And we know that they purchased... What was it? That... Was it Gaikai? Or I know that may not be the yeah, correct pronunciation, right. but yeah. it was a couple of years ago they purchased Gaikai, and now they're obviously they're in closed beta right now. They're getting ready to push out to the open beta. Man, with with internet so varied across the U.S., and I'm just I'm just wondering, is this going to be a great experience? Obviously, they feel it's at a point where they can deliver a pretty good experience to even come out with something like this. Well, yeah, it's going to rely on what you have at home, right? So sure. if you have if you have you know cheap internet, or the other thing too is if you have capped internet, you may not want to be using something like this because who knows how much bandwidth this is going to use on a regular basis. You know, with Comcast talking about reinstituting their bandwidth caps, their data caps, this could be a major issue for you if you're one of their subscribers. Well, we're already we're already so. here with with Sony, uh, not Sony, buddy, but with Netflix. And the whole issues yeah. that they're having with congested, congestion with ISPs. And now oh, yeah. there's that whole net neutrality fight that's still obviously ongoing. Mm-hmm. When you have more and more online services pushing uh, to things online, like Sony is, it's just like, what do you do? Uh, <laughs> well, the, the, the thing that these guys have going for them is they are Sony, right? In big, giant air quotes. So 
Sony is a huge company. I think people underestimate how truly big Sony is. You have to remember a number of TV shows that you watch every day are made Sony. by effectively Sony. Yep. And uh, and that now, you know, Sony can go to Sony can go to Comcast who owns NBC, remember, and say, "Hey, Look, if you don't want to carry our bandwidth, that's fine. I think we'll just start shopping all of our shows to CBS. <laughs> you know, I mean, they they have enough clout, compared, especially compared to Netflix. Is, don't get me wrong. Netflix is a fairly big player. But compared to Sony, they're tiny. And, uh, and at Sony least has Sony, enough clout that it won't be an issue. See, at least Sony, at least Sony doesn't, isn't an ISP at the same time, at least here in the States. Unlike, yeah. for example, Comcast, which owns like what twelve or fourteen different television channels and sports yep. networks, and NBC is also yep. an ISP. I mean, there's a huge conflict right. there. Where, the, of course, they want to cap your service, so you don't watch what you want to watch, and you right. are forced to watch their stuff. Yeah, you have so. capped bandwidth if you watch anything other than Comcast streaming services. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so you no, know, it, it's when you see services like this where Sony. Yeah, they have huge pocketbooks, and of course, yeah, they're they're probably just going. All right, how how much you need? What one bill? What, what you need? You need two bill? Right, hold on, here you go. I mean, it's it's just like that for them. I mean, whatever they. I mean, look how long they held on to the PSP. Yeah, look how long they threw. Honestly, they threw money, just threw it away, at the PSP. Especially when. Oh, hold on, I don't. Uh, I have it right here hiding. And we're going to talk about Nintendo here in a minute. But when you have this here, this is a uh, 3DS that I have right here. Yep. When Nintendo has bucked the trend on, on pocket gaming, like when everybody's saying, you know, well, Nintendo should like take their games and, and put them out there to everybody to get. When Nintendo's bucked the trend with cell phones and tablets, and they still have one of the best you know, pocket gaming platforms out there, and then somebody's like, oh, we can fight this. So what we're going to do is we're gonna just going to throw millions. And they finally said, you know what? We're out. It. We're out. We're out. Well, well, no, they didn't. Well, um, for PSP. For PSP. Well, okay. So PSP, instead, they, they, They're they going said, to Vita, okay, well, the right. PS, yeah. PSP is, is done, last-gen product now. Now it's the PS Vita. And we're going to continue to throw money at it <laughs> in the hopes that someone will buy it. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and, well, they've, they've successfully sold a few yeah. dozen of them. <laughs> a few dozen. Uh, <laughs> it's true. I hey, but, uh, send your hate mail too. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, <laughs> when we, we yes. If you're a PS Vita player, please send us email telling us how amazing it is because we haven't heard it before from the other 18 people who have one. Um, but uh, yeah, no. Sony Sony yeah. has no problem throwing good money after bad if that's what they think they need to do to make their products the standard. I mean, it works with Blu-ray. Why can't it work with their game consoles, right? Well, well, thanks to Sony, that's how they won the war in, in that platform, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they learned a lot from losing the beta VHS war. And we are not going to lose again. That, yeah, <laughs> throwing throwing tons of money we are not losing. Uh, that direction will make a big difference. So, but so yeah, no, I... Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I... Mean, I, I it's going to be interesting to see when is Sony just going to kind of settle on... I don't know, concentrating on their on their main thing, which is, I, in my opinion, PlayStation, PlayStation Four. I have a PlayStation Four. John's looking at it right there. It's 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 sitting on my uh, other side of the office. Well, desk with the and... with the advent of PlayStation TV yeah. and their PS3 game streaming, I if wonder if they're going to try to the, uh, if it works. Well, yeah. well, it game streams within your local network. So if right. that works, uh, I wonder if that's going to be sort of their one of their goals with the PS4 or with the Vita, the, the PS Vita. 
is turn it into an, uh, basically NVIDIA Shield for your PS4, oh. where you can take it with you and game stream to it. Because remember, the, the, Vita, uh, the, the Shield now supports game streaming to the device anywhere on the internet. True. That's right. So I wonder if that's... And, and that could sort of be an end goal, but they're going to have to probably reduce the, the cost of the Vita because while you know, 200 bucks, 250 bucks, obviously, is the selling point for the, the Shield... I think that's going to be a little high for console gamers who are already saying, look at how much money I'm saving by buying a console over buying a Windows machine. Yeah. Or building a Windows you machine. You wake over there, so, John. I mean, yeah. you, you sure? No. I'm, it I'm, looks like you're sleeping over there. No. You sure? I'm sure. You see me moving. Uh, I'm looking at the chat room. <laughs> well, when my dad <laughs> sleeps, he moves too. I mean, that doesn't mean anything. Uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. So, uh, as far as the big three goes, last but certainly not least... And some may argue that really stole the show at E3. Obviously, you guys be the judge. I'm not here to to say this company won over E3 than any other. I'm trying to be neutral here. And that is Nintendo. Nintendo had a huge E3, in my opinion. Uh, not only uh, they, they were there in big full force, but announcing some great, great titles. Uh, I mean, a lot, Joe. I mean, a lot of titles. You, you and I are both Nintendo fans. You know, obviously, a lot of you may be, especially if you're on age group. Uh, maybe not John. John's uh, an Atari fan. But yeah. uh, let's <laughs> let's let's talk about a new game that is based on the Yoshi Island uh, franchise, if you will, and that is Woolly Island, Yoshi's Woolly Island here. And this thing, I love it. I love it so bad, and I want it so well, bad. It's sort of it's sort of a blend between uh. The old, the previous Kirby game, right? Kirby's yep. Yarn or something like that, and the Yoshi Island game. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what it looks like. But it's got and stealing like a little bit of a little, little bit of design from uh, Little Big, Big Planet, Planet too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I used to play. Oh, look at the little Yoshi; it's so cute. Uh, but I, but I, every day after school, I would I would get home and like my first thing I would do before homework is play Yoshi's Island. And I would get so obsessed with like trying to get 100% on all these levels and look at all the yarn and and and, and just oh. and you can, now you can do multiplayer all at the same time all these little yarn balls. Uh, 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 Radar Game is letting us know Kirby Epic Yarn is is the title. <laughs> uh, but yes, look at this. Oh, this is so good. I'm sorry. I just I could just watch this all day. It's so so you're gonna spin spin uh, <laughs> so yarn about this. See, I. I, I think it's it's interesting. It's kind of cool, cool idea. And but I di- I never really played uh, um, the Yoshi Yoshi's Island. Oh, games. Joe, I it's really so never good. Did. It's so good. So, well, I heard that. I've heard that, and and I understand that. And I enjoyed you know having Yoshi in the Super Mario games, stuff like that. But I, I don't know. I just never some of those console some of those games just never really grabbed me. And either I was busy with something else or or it just you know passed by me but right but yeah some of those I didn't I didn't really do so so we got one new unique title that is based upon an older generation back in the Super Nintendo days by the way yeah there uh, is a different a different Nintendo announcement that I'm way more excited about but that that's coming later yes uh, <laughs> here's another uh, well, title two. that doesn't have a number at the end of it by the way and this is called Captain Toad Treasure Track uh, Tracker so finally after all these years, Toad finally gets his own game. <laughs> all the shy guys and stuff. So this is one of those isometric views side. This is a platformer 
by any means. Uh, John, well, it's sort of a, a sort of a combination 3D, 2D platform. I mean, it's because it is 3D or right. it is 2D. But yeah. I'll look at the the integration of the Wii controller, the of Wii course. U controller. Yep. Uh, but the world is clearly 3D. It's more like the uh, the last Super Mario. Um, uh, what was that? The the game that just recently came out for for Wii, the Super Mario. I can't think of it now. Nine hundred. No, Super Mario. Uh, Super Mario World or something. I, I honestly can't remember. Uh, but it's just like the one that just came out, where it is 2D, 3D, mostly 3D, but emphasis on 2D. It's not quite as bad as uh, Super Mario World 3D back on the. But look at this. Look how. So. Look at that big dragon. And he's. You got to play it with the Oculus Rift or something. Oh yeah. I mean, it looks so good. And, of course, it's only going to be on Wii U. Wow. Yes. Shocker. I know. I know. Now, yeah. here's the other thing. Uh, so, Nintendo, obviously, you know, Super Smash Brothers is coming out soon. Uh, actually, Conan got to play a pre- preview copy of it, which is really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But we had an actual announcement, Joe, for a 3DS title of Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. And... I could see this game being completely huge at PAX. You know, in the mm. beanbag area, everybody links yeah. up, and here you go. You're playing Smash Brothers forever. And uh, so I'm just hoping that this could actually be pretty good. Yeah. So, all I see so it looks like it's sort of a combination of super traditional Super Smash Brother, you know, platform and mini fighter. Games. And yeah, mini games and and stuff like that, which I think actually looks pretty good. Yeah, you know, yeah. Super Smash Brothers is not a bad, a bad, uh, a bad title. I, I never got into it as much as some people did, but I definitely played it over the years. Um, I'm just really I mean, hoping cool to see all the extra characters. I'm just really hoping, like you know, Mario Kart on the 3DS, you'll be able to hook up into like you know eight per or not do, eight do person match. play and yeah, stuff like four that. person yeah. matches or whatever and stuff like that. Yeah, obviously, you know, playing online is a, is a big deal. Think about playing this online anywhere, which would be kind of cool. Yeah. So it looks great, yeah. and uh, hopefully, yeah, hopefully it supports download play. So only one person actually have to buy it in order to play on up to four. Has any 3DSs. Nintendo first party titles not supported that functionality? I, I I'm, I'm not sure. That. You know, I haven't. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll have to check on that. But I know, I, well, download play works. Yeah, but as I recall, it takes a while sometimes, depending on the game. Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 Super Smash Brothers 3DS, that does seem like a really good, good idea. Yes. Hanging out in that, in the beanbag area, just playing yeah. Super Smash, just, just hanging did. back after the show closes, stuff like that. Yeah. It would be awesome. Now, now, John, I mean, you got a 3DS, so, uh, yeah. well, didn't I, you give it away? Did no. you give it away? No. Did you like, oh, I thought on... you, uh, I thought you gave it to somebody. No. Oh, okay. It was actually, it was in my backpack at, uh, land last weekend. Oh, awesome. Did, did, you, actually, did you actually pull it out and use it? I flipped it open and I said, hmm, "There's nobody in Street Pass." Put it away. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's surprising. I had mine there. I didn't use it, but I had it there. So. Was it, what, but was it turned on? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. So, so here, so here's a title that has been out for a long period of time, and we're coming up on Mario Party number ten, first time on the Wii U, by the way. Uh, and here it is. So finally, I think we're going to see a, in my opinion, hopefully, a proper. Mario 10 party title. What I mean is, you know, obviously it's a it's a board game where you have all these mini games that you have to get through and obviously here you have to now battle Bowser and you have your four friends with you all with Wiimotes and then you all have to try to destroy Bra- Bowser together. 
to me, this looks like fun. Obviously great for a group party title when you're all in the same room, which is very rare these days, I know. Well, well the Wii U does have some really, actually some really good party mini games. I think, already. Uh, I forget which one it is that I've, I've played a few times with friends. Is uh, where it's Luigi's Mansion, and you're playing a ghost that can't be seen, and they're playing Luigi's trying to catch you. Um, and you have you control your movement with the uh, the Wii uh, the Wii U controller. I think but, it. Uh, I never, you know, I honestly never played any of the Mario Party games. Oh, wow, I, I would <laughs> say a... that if if you have a Mario Party game, it's very important to have a wide variety of the mini games, and uh, hopefully that they don't repeat as often, and that they're challenging and fun. I mean, I think Mario Party is great, and it's always fun to play. Um, and I'm looking forward to that too. And that, you know, this is the cool thing. About, a lot of people have a reason why they've said that maybe Nintendo has really won the E3 show this year is they pushed out some incredible not only third-party titles uh, like Sonic Boom, for example. Uh, Sega, you know, has a great, great-looking Sonic game on the on the Wii U, but the first-party stuff, the stuff that we've yeah. been really waiting for, especially as Nintendo fans for a long period of time like the Mario Parties, for example, like the Super Smash Brothers, but, and, and Yoshi's Island coming out of left field and, and Captain Toad. But, Joe, when you saw Mario Maker, okay. Yes. So, first off, I love how they did this trailer. Let, let me just play this for you real, <laughs> real quick here. I, I don't want to say anything. If you've seen it, you've seen it, of course. Uh, but let me just play the first part of this, and you guys can see why I think this is the neatest thing I've ever seen. Whoa, what? 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 Yes! <laughs> so Mario Maker is a title uh, that will allow you to make your own custom Mario levels. So you'll use yeah. you'll use your uh, your Wii U uh, control service there, and you'll drag and drop challenges and stuff, as you can see here. Well, and then one of the cool things is if you if you push the video, if we wait for the video to get up to about the fifty second mark. Yeah, we're about ten seconds uh, off. Yeah, yeah, you'll see it. Uh, it transitions. Watch this level, and so this is obviously original, old school Mario. Uh, it still has some cool quality to it. But if you don't like that, maybe you like the new Mario. Now you can build levels for the new Mario graphics as well. Now I hear uh, you, Radar I, I, Gaming. I think this is awesome. For for example, I, I hear you when you say you know you you can't stand this, but at the same time you got to realize this is Nintendo's solution to uh, to all the maker games on the other consoles, of course. So so why not you know like Little Planet, Little Big Planet as an example. So why not instead? Oh my gosh, a narrow a narrow mushroom. Love that. Uh, so why <laughs> not instead do it with your Nintendo franchise? And do it with the Nintendo franchise that really started it all off, right? So it's it's one of those things where <laughs> no, you cannot go in. <laughs> oh, ah, <laughs> <It> denied. <laughs> so yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. It's supposed to be out next uh, early next year, yeah, early 2015. 2015. Yeah, um, I think it looks cool. And and you know what, Radar Gaming is is right on this. Is it should it should have been out a while ago? True, very true. But it really kind of makes sense. They didn't really have a console that it would have worked well on until now. Uh, the Wii, the Wii U pad makes perfect sense for doing this sort of construction, and uh, and I think it's really cool. And it is something that you know I, I'm I'm totally looking forward to that. Yeah. I really want to play around with it. And the old uh, you know somebody a while ago figured out uh, a Japanese group figured out the game the level format for Mario 
two, mm-hmm. three. I can't remember which one it was. They figured out the game format for it and started making their own uh, own self-playing levels, which were really, really cool to watch. Oh, yeah, where and, you just uh, hit one thing and it just goes, right? And, and it just, you start it just... the level and then you just set the controller down. You don't touch anything. And Mario plays himself. He just goes. Yeah. And uh, some ridiculous movements they got out of it. Just, you know, uh, just over-the-top stuff. Really looking forward to seeing stuff like this. Uh, seeing that coming out for this, and and yeah, uh, it could have been, could have come out on the DS, could have come out on the 3DS, but uh, those those screens are they don't I don't think they really fit well for what they want with this. I don't know how you would have gotten been able to get that onto a full screen console, mm. you know, like TV thing. So we'll see. This I, I'm looking forward to it. I really want to play around with it. Uh, I can't wait for it to come out. Um, but but yeah, I think that's that's really cool. And, and I can see, I can definitely see why a lot of people th- was were ready to start. A counting out Wii and Nintendo. They're saying, "Well, mm-hmm. I mean, look, they're just not pushing it. I mean, the games are they're, they're just not out there." And then all of a well, sudden, I think yeah, go ahead. Sony and Microsoft have both been pushing graphics as hard as they can with this gen, and they've been just saying, "Look, graphics, 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 graphics. Look at all the amazing graphics. Frame rate, frame and, rate, frame rate, and, frame yeah, rate. Exactly. Frame and graphics. then, and then, what they're doing is is they're they're pushing these 1080p relatively. I mean, 60 FPS is great." But Chase, you and I know as PC gamers, that's not really that fantastic. It's like, uh, oh and wow, 1080p wow. is like is like woo, 1080p, and yeah. here I am shopping for a 4K monitor. You yeah. know, I, honestly, it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, you know, and I've said the next TV I buy is going to be 4K. There's no reason to buy 1080p at this point. It is no. old, uh, and but that's really what they're pushing. And Nintendo, on the other hand, everybody's saying, look, the graphics suck. They're terrible. It's like, well, you know what? Nintendo doesn't sell games on graphics. They sell games on playability and content. And yeah, I think they're they're finally starting to come out with some of those awesome games with really really cool content, cool ideas with these these new games that are coming out. I mean, well, uh, you know, one of the, one of the titles nobody that, else is pushing these sort of yeah. sort of boundaries or these these sort of things that Nintendo I think is pushing really hard. One one of the titles that you know we I've been looking forward to since playing uh, this game on this particular console and also on the the original Wii, and that was Mario Kart. I was like, God, when is when is Mario Kart going to come out on the Wii U? Because seriously, I'm 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 waiting. I'm waiting, and everybody was waiting. Everybody was getting really impatient, and then finally mm-hmm. it dropped. And once yep. it dropped, you could see the built up, uh, you know, the the forced up built up anticipation because not only it the game pushed record numbers out the door, but it also pushed console sales, and that's a big deal. And then not only it pushed console sales up. It pushed them up so big that in the pre-show, we were trying to figure out a word to describe how (laughs) big the numbers pushed. Just to put this in perspective, sales of the Wii U, when this game was released, Mario Kart 8, were up 666%. Let that sink in for a moment, okay? (laughs) One console... One game, sales gone up 666%. Winner! Hello? Ding, ding, ding. Nintendo, I mean, Nintendo's got the answer right there in that release. Quite simply, people want the N- Nintendo games that they, they love to play. It's not about graphics. It's about gameplay. And it's, it's, it's one of those things where... You know what? The proof's in the pudding. The, the proof's in the numbers. <laughs> it's all right there. Mm-hmm. So that's what people want. And uh, everybody also is buying it because Luigi is one bad a mf'er. I, I mean, he's just like, you know, staring down 
the cameras. Yeah, like the, the videos that came out <laughs> relating to that were just so. Yeah. Yeah. So Mario uh, Kart Eight. By the way, John, we need to play some of that game. We need okay. to play Mario Kart Eight. You you're gonna but love no, it. I, I think you're gonna and, love and it. And Mario, you know, Mario Kart is the oh, first, the so first good. real title for the Wii U that is selling a lot of consoles. Yep. yep and, you're absolutely and right. Yep. The the problem the problem Nintendo had at the beginning is they didn't have any launch titles that were like just complete killer titles. They had some good. Don't get me wrong. They had some really good games. The new Super Mario Brothers for the Wii U was really fantastic. They've had some really good games, but none of them were that iconic, huge seller that sell that that makes all of the previous consoles are made on the Wii was made on some of these, these games. And I think super smash brothers and Mario Kart eight are going to be the two titles that really will make the, the Wii U and, yeah. and it will come from where it is now. It'll come to a point where everybody's going to be like, wow, that was surprising. I, I mean, it's, I think they're both, both titles are really going to lend to each other and super smash brothers is due out later this year. Yep. And of course, Mario Kart just dropped uh, last week or a couple weeks ago now, just before E3. And uh, and yeah, they're they're huge, huge titles, and that is what is going to make the Wii U in the long run. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. It, the next the next one we're waiting yep. for is a really good Zelda title. After that, we need a really good Zelda title, and it will just kill. You know, it, it's it's all about the titles. It, it's all about the the great games. Uh, you know, and I think that's what it comes down to. When anybody ever comes to me and they say, you know, Chase, what should I get as far as a console? And I say, well, can you afford a PC? <laughs> <laughs> that's what i first said but but past that point if they go no no i i just want a console you know my parents only want me to buy a console then i and i and then i go okay well what's your games what do you like to play it, for me it's not about graphics it's not about frame rate which yeah i know those are some important things to some people but to me it's about the games if you're a, if you're a halo fan and you know you you've always loved halo and you've played halo on the original xbox xbox one Sure, go for it. I mean, if you're an Uncharted fan and you love Little Big Planet and the Gran Turismo series, go for that. You know, and if especially if you're a Mario fan and you love those Nintendo titles that you grew up playing, you really should have a Wii U in your collection. Uh, I I mean, right now there's no doubt. So uh, you know, it's one of those things where hey, in the end, when it comes down to games, it comes down to gameplay and having fun. We we all are winners, in my opinion. The one thing that really pisses me off is when you you have a game that's across all platforms and you have these console specific exclusives. That that part kind of bugs me a bit. But uh, let's we got a couple of quick stories about games that are going to be across all platforms. It wasn't really uh, provider specific, like it wasn't Sony specific or Xbox specific. Uh, that I I definitely want to touch on before we get out of here. And and one of them uh, was this. Let me see if you guys can figure out what title this is. John, yeah. Do you, do you see this uh, scenic, uh, beautiful water? Do you think you know what this is? It's crisis. Very, very, very <laughs> close. But uh, let's take a look here. Sorry. Let me show you. Know what it is yet? Still know what it is yet, John? Far Cry. No, not Far Cry. No? No. Need for Speed. No, not Need for Speed, John. No. Look at all that traffic, though. Man, that's cool. Oh, it's American Truck Simulator. No, it's not truck, <laughs> Euro Truck Simulator. No, I said American. Chase, that if 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 American Truck Simulator had come out, that would have been Chase's headline story. That that would have been top story. <laughs> no, John, this is Grand Theft Auto Five. So this was a very very big title that came out for the Xbox One and PS3, and this was 
in my opinion, one of the, the tail end of those consoles' lives, if you will. I mean, we saw some incredible-looking uh, graphics from those games. We even played it on GG TV. But now this game is going to be coming out for, as you can see, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, that trailer was actually PS4 gameplay. Uh, obviously, from the modding community standpoint, I cannot wait to see that on the PC, especially playing uh, in a, a LCPD FR, Liberty City Police Department FR. I mean, just mm-hmm. so I cannot wait for that game to come out. I know Joe is going to wait till it's like twenty dollars on Steam, probably, and then pull the trigger on it. Uh, yeah, because GTA Five now looks like GTA Four with mods on PC. Yep, yep, you're absolutely right, man. So. Uh, but yeah. no, I'm I'm interested in looking for it. Uh, I I, you know what? It's good that it's finally coming out. But seriously, it's it's like what a year and a half late. It's way late. Yeah, and you know what? And, and that's and, that's and there's the part no that honestly, there's no excuse they can have no. for that. No. They, they can have an excuse for it not coming out on on Xbox One and and PS4. You know, because the console wasn't available or whatever they want to come up with. But there's there's no excuse Rockstar can I, have for being on for this late on the on the PC. I would have been more impressed if they said, "All right, we're coming out with Grand Theft Auto Six, and it's going to include Liberty City and Los Santos in one huge game. It's going to be so massive. It's the biggest game we've ever made." But honestly, part of me is like, "This is how they're throwing this out to us. Like, all right, we're going to get a little taste of Grand Theft Auto, so we're distracted for like a year or two." while they work on the real next-gen, or the real current-gen Grand Theft Auto game. You know, they, they delayed it so long, Joe, that they're like, well, there are a lot of people out there like, well, it's not going to come out. I'll just buy it for the console. Well, and they never, you know, there yeah. were all these rumors floating around all the time. It was about, even in you know, co- lines of code, too, and configs yeah, and it was, things it like was, that. It yeah. Was, yeah, everywhere. So there's no question that the PC version of it has been available for a while or has been internally developed for a while now. It's just... You know, it, it's like, you know what, Rockstar, if you're just going to, if this is how you're going to treat us, us PC gamers, then fine. I mean, that's how it's going to be. Uh, we'll just keep modding uh, GTA 4 and just keep going with that because that is honestly, it looks, there are pictures I've seen, there are, are videos I've seen of GTA 4 being played on really high-end systems that blow GTA 5 out of the water at this point. Now, Joe, you know, there's a game uh, that uh, I've been playing. It's a great mod. Uh, it looks really good. It's uh it's a mod for Battlefield. It's called Battlefield. Uh, it's not a mod. It's Battlefield Hardline. Should be. It should be. <laughs> now, uh, I uh, I'm in the closed beta right now. The the more and more people are getting keys all the time. I was able to play a little bit last night, and here's some gameplay footage from that. Not from me playing, mm-hmm. but from from the game. And you know, it it honestly. How did he keep shooting before he'd re rechambered around? I that was know. yeah, kind of weird. Did you see that? Yeah, I yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's beta. Right. Go figure. Yeah. But, you know, and looking at this, it really just feels like a mod. It doesn't feel like anything special. There's a really, really cool kind of a mode where you have to go fill up on it, money it and you so, come back. It kind of, yeah, it kind of looks like Battle, EA said, oh, Payday. Yeah, we can totally do that with the Frostbite engine. Just watch. No, this isn't Payday, Joe. This is not Payday. But, but it looks it looks like Payday. I know, but this isn't Payday. Payday is so yeah, much better looks, than this. So much better than oh, this. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so much better than this. It's we can do that. Poorly, very yes. poorly. That I mean, sounds like actually that sounds like EA's motto. Isn't I mean, in motto? my in my opinion, what they did is they go, okay, well, we're going to take the uh, the things that we got right with Battlefield Four. Okay, uh-huh. we're going to overlay this domestic cops and robbers thing. Uh, we're going to change up some of the modes, and uh, that's about it. It really you f- take the stuff we got right with Battlefield Four, ignore that, 
and add all the stuff that people don't really care about and and make it into a, a whole new game in air quotes. I, I just you know I, I played this game oh, and I, I and some of some of the modes are fun to play, mm-hmm. um, but it, every time I was playing it, it just felt like I, I was right back to I is like it felt like a it's hard to say it just felt like a real cheaperish version of Battlefield Four. Uh, it felt worse than Battlefield 4, to be honest. And I know it's beta, and I shouldn't be like throwing down my hard-lined... Get it? To sit... No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Uh, throwing <laughs> down my my permanent decision <laughs> on this. Uh, but, man, it's, it's one of those things where... I just... Right now, I just don't see how many... How people can be so super, super excited. I mean, we, there's some people right now in the chat room... Uh, I think Jackcraft is saying that it's better than Payday 2. Uh, Rebels 14 is saying, I'm saying I'm excited. I don't care how you see it. That doesn't affect my optimism for the current gens. It looks good to me. Uh, all right. All right. That's fine. You are fired. And, 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 then, and then finally, finally, and you know, it's certainly not last but not least, but a, but a title that will see the light of day on all consoles it's a it's a big big game and that is called not destiny's child but just destiny you are my 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 destiny what what movie was that from john you are i my my destiny yeah no john it it was it was from (laughs) black to the future come on now so anyway, uh, so yeah, big first-person shooter. No confirmation yet, by the way, if this well, is going to be... Actually, uh, I think it's actually going to be a third-person Oh, shooter. it will be third-person. I'm sorry. I um, believe so. Okay. Um, but so, but, it, but it, yeah, it's coming out from... So this is actually coming out from the from Bungie, right? which everybody knows did Halo. Yep. And uh, I remember as being a big developer before Halo for all types of platforms. Uh, they did the Marathon series, Myth... Um, Reaching way back there, I mentioned before the show was Pathways into Darkness. Uh, so, and Oni, of course, John made sure to bring up yeah. Oni. Oni's Oni. a fantastic game if you've never tried it. Uh, and so this is their, I thought maybe it is first person. And this is their, no, the, the third person over the shoulder type deal. Um, Rebel 14 saying Halo MMO. <laughs> well, it's their first title since they got out from underneath Microsoft. And so this will be available on all the current consoles, uh, both last gen and current gen. And uh, rumor has it it may come out on PC too. We're not sure 100 percent on that. They haven't officially announced it yet. But yeah, it's. I think it. it so there's looks some like first person a Halo there. Universe. Yeah, there's FP, some first uh, person there. There's some third person there. Is yeah, it's it's yeah. maybe a mismatch. Of sort it of all. a mixed, a mixed, uh, definitely RPG elements to it. Uh, but it, it it should be good. And it it is going to be even though they officially it won't be because they can't say that it is because Halo was owned entirely by Microsoft. Uh, Bungie has traditionally always placed their games within the same universe, roughly the same universe. Right. And yeah. there's a, a, some crossover elements, not directly like obviously crossover elements, but things are the same. Uh, the best example was the rocket launcher in Halo was made by the same company as a rocket launcher in Marathon, that sort of thing. So, so yeah, there's definitely some crossover between all their games. And uh, and we'll we'll see how it goes. But that's supposed to be out later this summer. Uh, I think September, right? Yes, I think or November is, uh, is right when thing. it's supposed to be out for uh, for the 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 four for the current gen consoles: yep. the PS3, Xbox One, PS4, and Xbox 360. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> those things. Maybe yeah. PC. Four, those four. We don't yeah. know. Hopefully, yet for PC sure. as well. We'll see. Yeah, but um, but it's it's going to be 
Bungie's first title since leaving Microsoft, which is not a bad thing. So uh, hopefully, uh, through our through our show today, you guys had a good maybe cross view of E3 stuff. I mean, there was lots of things. Obviously, we didn't have time to get to today uh, on the show, but it's one of those things where at the end of the day, whether you love you know Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, third parties, PC, handhelds, whatever the case may be. Hopefully you're playing something and you're having fun doing it. And, and that's that's the most important thing out of the whole ordeal where, yeah, we all have our opinions. But at the end of the day, we all love playing games. And that's why we do a show about games mm-hmm. and we talk about them. Um, I want to remind all you guys that if you want to check out this episode that you just saw uh, and give us your thoughts of what you thought of E3 2014. No, yes? we, we should talk about one more huge piece of news that we sort of missed because it wasn't in the rundown because I forgot to add it. Oh. Uh, and that is the okay. the uh, the Steam Summer Sale. Oh, is that starting up the again? Dates, the dates have been leaked. Oh, no. Uh, oh, it no. Is, it is starting up this week, uh, according to the, the leak dates, the, no. the story goes. No. It's starting up this week, no. the 19th through the 30th. No. So, um... I don't know. So it's a good time to not buy anything on Steam until uh, until what? Uh, Sunday until until Thursday. So uh, so yeah, wait yeah. till Thursday. See, hopefully the the sale will start then, and we'll see huge discounts on all kinds of games. And that is when uh, being a PC gamer really really gets worth it because uh, you can pick up some really fantastic games for really really cheap dollars during the, summer, yeah. the the Steam sales. So look forward to that. And of course, GOG has been doing a sale uh, for the last week or so, last couple weeks or so, uh, sort of I think in preparation for it. So check that out too. Yeah, no. And the Witcher Three. The Witcher Three was huge. Yeah. So yeah, lo- like I said, loads of games, and now even yeah. more games with the Steam sale. Thanks a lot, Joe, yeah. for that late breaking news. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Uh, yeah, glad, glad to cheer everyone's day up. Yeah. A way to spend money on Steam games that you'll never play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I like. Blow up your yeah. Steam libraries. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, obviously there are a lot of games announced at E3. We didn't have time to get through them all. Uh, but we'd love to know what you guys think. So once we post this episode, or if you're already watching the pre-recorded version and you want to let us know what you think, come on back over uh, to geekgamerweekly.com or just geekgamer.tv slash geekgamerweekly, however you want to get there. And you'll be able to check out all the previous episodes of Geek Gamer Weekly. And when you click on a particular episode, this will be episode 260 when it gets posted. And you just scroll down uh, past all our great show notes and everything. You can actually just leave a comment right there. And let us know, hey, what you thought of E3 2014. What was your favorite game? And all that fun jazz. Also, as a reminder, our show is available on iTunes, so you can grab it there. We have an HD version of video, an SD version, and an audio-only version, so you can listen to us on the go. We are also on the Roku, so you can check out that app. Uh, We have a link to it, or you can just go to ggtv.me slash Roku. It takes you right to the Roku page, and you you can then add the channel right to your Roku. A lot of you have already downloaded it and checked it out, and you guys love it. So thank you so much for doing that as well. I do want to say a big thanks to the chat room joining us on this Father's Day. Uh, just glancing there real quick, uh, real quick here. Looks like J- Jackcraft wanted us to talk about Grim Fandango. Oh, that's another great PC title making its way. Uh, but yeah, Grim was was an awesome title, but. Uh, a lot of great. No, nobody mentioned though that we we skipped on the Project Morpheus from Sony. They talked about that and showed a little bit of that at E3. Yeah, that's their headset, goofy looking thing. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, the but, pictures just look so ridiculous. Yeah, there, there, there's yeah. some uh, some great stuff. It, it's yeah. a, I think in, in in any in any event, I know sometimes we poo poo about E3, but at least this year there wasn't yeah. any distracting hardware announcements where we're leading up to a new hardware hardware launch. It was about games this year. A lot of phenomenal titles. Uh, so, Joe, uh, during the course of the week, uh, you know, I know you don't tweet too often, uh, but if anybody wants to uh, follow you on Twitter, where can they go? Uh, at Falby. It's on Twitter. Just, just where else? The where else can people uh, check you out if you're doing uh, stuff on the internet, like Minecraft or anything? What do you mean? Well, like if they want to see you in a Minecraft area, kind of a thing, like uh, on a show, perhaps. Where can people go for that? Just point down. Well, there's Joe. there's the Minecraft Me show that we talked about at the top of the show. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, that it's, other one, that other thing that we do. It's a, that, it's, a it's a recap. That's I was trying yeah. To, there's yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, if you. <laughs> If you want to watch there, that's fantastic. We do roughly one episode a week. Joe, just point down. Just point what? Down to your lower it third. It is on your lower third, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there it is. Look at that. Yeah, just point down. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to. Okay. John. Um, Pointing down with my So, mind. obviously, you know, you don't, you're not on social media. No. You, you're not on Twitter. No, nope. not, not even on, on Facebook. I think he, he, does, he is on Google Plus because he has to be now, right? He has to be on Google Plus, but he's not really there. Yep. Yeah. So if you ever want to talk to John, there. if you, you ever want to talk at John on Google Plus, just don't expect a response. Or yeah. in the in the awesome chat room. <laughs> or follow him on VW Kenny because that's actually him. That's but he also him. won't respond. It's a fake. It's a fake. <laughs> uh, if you guys want, uh, please do me a favor. Follow me on Twitter at Nunes, N-U-N-E-S. And please also follow the network on Twitter at Geek Gamer TV. We do this show Sunday evenings at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 Eastern at live.geekgamer.tv. I always want to say a big thanks to all you guys who decided to join us for a live show. You guys really make it fun, exciting, and engaging. So if you uh, want to be a part of the action, make sure you join us on Sundays. We have a current calendar always posted at geekgamer.tv slash calendar where you know when we're doing something live. And we also have a great Twitch channel where we do a lot of gameplay, where we're hanging out, having fun in big groups, uh, and that is twitch.tv slash geekgamertv. Also want to say big thanks again to our good friend Jay Huckabee for creating the Mirror Chatbot, which is available on GitHub, and you can grab that, and if you can follow instructions, you can implement an awesome uh, bot that will work back and forth between your chats. So, for example, on Twitch, and if you have a normal IRC channel, you, uh, you can keep everything in one place, which is always a great thing as well. Well, you guys, thank you so much for joining us for this special extra edition of E3 2014 Wrap. We will see you guys again next week. For Joseph Falby, John Kessler, my name is Chase Nunes. Until we all talk again, we're all silent. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie. I'm going to go with Casey Casey. Passing of a legend. That's awesome. Keep your feet on the ground and continue reaching for the stuff. Good night, everybody.